The Productive Woman, Episode 375. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Well, welcome and thank you for joining me and uh, welcome to December. In this episode, we're going to talk about a few productivity related things that I love that could make great gifts this holiday season. You'll find links and additional information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 375. You know, I didn't include this on my list, but one thing that might make a great gift for yourself or someone else is produced by our sponsor for this episode, which is Organize 365 and their Sunday Basket program. If your kitchen counter or your desk or your dining table or your couch or whatever has been taken over by a sea of paper, the Sunday basket just might be the perfect solution for you. It is a simple and really ingenious tool to help you create systems for capturing your ideas, your to-dos, and those paper piles that will free your mind, reduce mental clutter, and improve your productivity. The Sunday basket was developed by Lisa Woodruff of Organized 365, and it contains and corrals all those ideas, those paper notes, to-do lists, and the mail that comes into your house safely until you're ready to process them during your weekly planning time. As I have mentioned before, and you might remember, Lisa has been a guest on this podcast twice, most recently for episode 308, in which we talked about her newest book, The Paper Solution, which expands on the Sunday Basket system. If you put it into effect in your life, the Sunday Basket system will collect all that incoming paperwork and help you apply the paper solution that Lisa developed. It will hold everything until you have time to process each item and help you plan your week for maximum efficiency. It allows you to keep your papers at your fingertips so you can take action on them at the appropriate time. And the system also teaches you the skills of organization for all the paper that comes into your life each day. The Sunday basket system has been used by so many people and has been shown to save up to five hours each week once you've established a weekly habit of using it, which Lisa says usually takes about four to six weeks of consistent practice of using it. By incorporating the Sunday basket system into your routine, you will take back control of your home and your life. And you can find out more about the Sunday basket system at sundaybasket.com, or you can try their free seven-day mini course that will kind of take you through the process a little bit by going to organize365.com slash mini course. So definitely check that out if paper clutter is an issue for you. Okay, so this week we are talking about 
gifts. Uh, it is the, the holiday season. We've, we're in the midst of it here in the United States and around the world, I think. As this episode is published, December has just begun. And I don't know about you, but I've been thinking about gifts. I don't necessarily always shop way ahead to get gifts for people. For me, Christmas is in December, and that's kind of when I'm thinking about these things. So anyway, I thought this week, I would share some productivity-related gift ideas that might be perfect for someone on your list, or maybe even for you yourself. These are all things that I use and love and can recommend. Uh, a few things that I, that I have uh, been thinking about putting into effect, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But mostly, these are all some of my favorite productivity-related tools that either you or someone that you care about who's on your holiday gift-giving list might appreciate. And so they kind of fall into several categories. And the first category is tools and gadgets. That's what I'm calling it. And there are uh, kind of four of these that I think could make great gifts or something that you could gift to yourself to help boost your own productivity. In no particular order, the first tool that came to mind as I sat down to think about this is a good scanner. This is something that can help with minimizing the amount of paper you keep in your life. I think if you put this into practice, actually with, you know, the Sunday basket system, even better, but a, a good scanner will allow you to quickly scan any, any sorts of papers that maybe you need the information, but you don't need to keep the piece of paper in your life. So whether that's receipts or uh, documents of any kind, kids drawings, holiday cards that you receive, uh, you can scan them and save them to the cloud and, and then you don't need to keep the pieces of paper necessarily. Photos, so much more. All of these things can be scanned and saved to the cloud where you have access to them without them cluttering up drawers, desks, file cabinets, things like that. And so I'm a big fan of having a, a scanner. I use it pretty regularly for my law practice, you know, there are things that papers that come in that I don't necessarily need to keep the paper, but I need, I need an image of it. I need a scan of it. And so I'll, I'll scan it quickly and then I've got it and I can discard or shred the paper. And my favorite, the scanner that I use is the Fujitsu scan snap. I love it. The one I have is, is wireless. It's Wi-Fi connected. So I don't have cables running across you know, from the scanner to my computer or anything like that. It sits on a shelf kind of over by the printer that I have, which is also wireless. And I can scan documents. It scans two-sided very quickly uh, and all different shapes of and sizes of paper and then just transmits them where I want it to go wirelessly uh, over our, our Wi-Fi network. So I highly recommend the Fujitsu ScanSnap. I'll put a link to uh, the most current version of it in the show notes if you want to check that out. It's a great tool to have, especially, like I said, if, if piles of paper are an issue for you. The second tool that I think it could be a really great gift for someone on your list or for you uh, is a widescreen computer monitor. And this is a new thing for me. I actually just got one a week ago. And I 
can't believe I waited this long to get one. It allows me to see more than one document or window at a time when I'm working at my computer. So, you know, because it's wide, the one I got is the 34 inch curved ultra wide monitor. And it allows me to have like side by side, uh, say a, a document that I need to be reviewing and an email I need to send about it or my calendar and something else. So it, it's just such a great tool. Anybody who spends, you know, their working life at a computer really needs to look into one of these widescreen monitors. The one I got is an LG ultra wide monitor, 34 inch curved, uh, high definition. I will again, put the link to that in the show notes. It's one of the best things that I have bought for my work productivity this year. And I, like I said, I wish I had gotten it sooner. I don't know why I didn't. It, it for me, it has replaced having, you know, I had like a 27 inch monitor and then I had my iPad sitting beside it with my email open and, you know, multiple screens. Instead, I can put everything on this one screen uh, and see everything at once without it, things getting cluttered. So highly recommend that. The third tool or gadget that I would recommend as a gift for yourself or someone else is an Instant Pot. And, you know, these have been around for a while, but if you haven't tried one or if someone you know, you know, that needs to put meals on the table might enjoy having one of these, it speeds up the process, basically. It's really an electronic um, pressure cooker is what it is. And most of them come with uh, with a recipe book that goes with it, but you can also, you know, search on the internet for almost anything you want to, to cook. F uh, you can search for an instant pot version of it and things that might take hours or all day, say in a slow cooker can be done in a much, much shorter period of time than uh, in an instant pot. And the one I have is a six quart instant pot duo seven in one. I will put a link to the particular one I have in the show notes. Uh, I like it because it's got different settings. You can do everything from make right, you know, cook rice in it. So it can replace a rice cooker, can make yogurt. Uh, you can actually use it in slow cooker mode if you want to. Uh, but it's such a great tool for putting meals on the table in a much quicker period of time than you might otherwise. So I recommend that. And the third tool I would recommend uh, you look at as a potential gift for someone on your list or for yourself would be a planner and or a notebook and some nice pens. And again, this depends on what you or the person you're giving a gift for, how they think and how they work, uh, whether they want an actual planner that's already set up for them or just a notebook, uh, a nice notebook that they can create their own planner or, or set it up the way they want it to be. But having a paper planner of some sort is a great productivity tool. For a lot of us, it's, it's very accessible. It's very easy to use and can help us organize our days, whether it's, it's putting our appointments in there, uh, using the daily pages for our to-do list, whatever. And of course, you can do that with just a spiral notebook, but 
might make a nice gift to get a really nice either pre, pre-made planner or really nice notebook and a, a nice pen that makes it a pleasure to, to work in these things. So that can help you be more productive and enjoy your planning and your getting yourself organized better. There are a couple of different options here. I'll put links in the show notes for a couple of places you can look. The, the paper planner I've been using this year is a happy planner and I've kind of done a hybrid version of a, a couple different ones that I've combined for my daily planning. And I'll put a link to the happyplanner.com website in the show notes. Another great source for notebooks, really nice quality notebooks or quality paper and fountain pens and other nice pens. Uh, The place that I've gotten my fountain pens is Goulet Pens at uh, gouletpens.com. And they're great people. It's a family run business and they're very, have great customer service. They ship things quickly and get them to you. And then one other source for planner supplies that I've been really enjoying is a company called Cloth and Paper. And they have subscription boxes where you can get different uh, planning resources, things to put into your your happy planner or whatever other kind of planner you're using, Uh, sticky notes, different kinds of things that you can use for planning. They have really beautiful stuff. So uh, one of their subscription boxes or just a box of something that you order from them could be a really lovely gift for someone who enjoys uh, planning or note taking on paper. So those are some tools and gadgets that are productivity related, productivity enhancing that I think could be really good gifts. The second category I had is uh, just a few apps or software programs. Some of these will not come as a surprise to you. If you've listened to me for you know more than one episode, you've heard me talk about some of these, uh, but Getting, whether it's for yourself or someone on your list, one of these apps or one of these programs can really help them to be more productive in the in their online life. And the first one I had to put on this list is Text Expander. This is a, a program that you can, uh, it's a monthly or a annual subscription. It's very affordable and very worth it. I'm not going to go into a, a, a lot of detail about how it works, but it's because you've heard me talk about it. They've been a longtime sponsor of the podcast. They're not sponsoring this episode, but I couldn't uh, talk about my favorite productivity related tools that I think would be great gifts without talking about it. A second one would be a VPN of some sort. Now, how they help us to be productive is they provide a secure connection to the internet. So if you are out of your workspace, um, whether you work from home or you you work in an office and you're online on your phone, on your computer, whatever, most workplaces have secure networks so that people can't sort of see what you're doing on the internet. But if you're sitting at the airport waiting for a flight or you're at Starbucks or you're somewhere else and you're connecting to the internet there, the work you're doing online is vulnerable unless you go through a VPN, a virtual private network that shields what you're doing from the prying eyes of people who don't have anything better to do than be out there in public trying to steal people's um, online information. And so I highly recommend 
using a VPN if you do any sort of work online. And I think it could be a really great gift for that person in your life who travels maybe for business and uh, needs to, uh, you know, make sure that when they connect to the internet, they're doing so securely in a hotel, airport, etc. And most of these are a subscription type service. Uh, the one I use is called encrypt.me and I'll put a link to that one in the show notes, but it's available. You just download it onto your device, your laptop, your smartphone, your tablet, whatever it is. And once you've set it up and it's very intuitive and they talk you through it, whenever you try to connect to an unfamiliar network, it will kick in and create this virtual private network that shields your sensitive information from other the people who might be trying to check out what you're doing there. So highly recommend that. And I think it would be a great gift. Another one that's kind of similar, uh, another app or program that I think could be a great gift and that everyone should be using anyway, is a password manager of some type. We all do a lot of our life online these days, and we have lots of different accounts. We do, if if you're like me, you do your banking through an app on your phone. Um, you know, we log into restaurant sites to order food. We log into all sorts of different things, uh, streaming services, stuff like that. And of course, the best practices recommendation is that for each one of those accounts that you might have, you have a separate, a different password for each account. Your password should be unique. That is, you don't use it on any other account, your email account, anything like that. Every one of them should have its own unique password and it should be a complex password, not a, a word that is easily figured out by hackers who, you know, make it their life's work to steal people's information. The problem for most of us is we can't remember an unlimited number of passwords, especially if they are those complex, you know, multi-character, they recommend a dozen or more characters and, you know, all those sorts of things. And that's where a password manager can make a huge difference because the password managers, pretty much all of them work the same way. They can create a really good, strong, secure password for you, and they store it in their secure encrypted vault. And when you go to log in, they, they will, these password managers will you know, enter your password for you. So the only password you need to remember is the password for your, uh, the vault of your password manager. And it's such a great tool I've been using. I've checked before I uh, sat down to record this. I have been using LastPass, uh, which is one of the password managers that's available for uh, since 2009. So it's been quite a while. It creates these complex secure passwords for me. It stores them, it logs me in, and I just have to remember the passcode that I created for my LastPass vault. It's not an expensive service, but it's worth every penny. There are others in this case for this episode, I am uh, just sharing the ones that I use of these different kinds of tools and apps and programs and things like that. But there are others. You can do some research. I've done other uh, episodes where I've talked about 
various alternatives for this. But like I said, I've used LastPass for many years. Uh, it's not an expensive service, but it does a great job of, of doing what it's supposed to do. And I think it could be a really great gift for yourself or for people you care about. The fourth app or program that I suggest could make a, a kind of a neat gift is a recipe manager. So this would be a gift for someone who is responsible for cooking or who likes to cook and who collects recipes. There are apps out there that will, you know, save your recipes for you with all the ingredients and the steps and even pictures and all that sort of thing. You can download from the internet and a recipe that you like and load it into this this uh, recipe manager, and it keeps all your favorite recipes handy, available on your various devices. The good ones allow you to create menus and will create grocery lists for you based on the recipes you choose. The recipe manager that I use is called Paprika. And again, I'll have links for all of these things in the show notes uh, so you can check them out. I, I've really like paprika. I think I've mentioned before that I have an old iPad mini uh, that I, you know, had replaced with a newer version that I just, so the old one I keep in the kitchen cupboard and that's what I use whenever I go to cook something. I just put it, prop it up on the counter and there's the recipe displayed for me, step-by-step instructions, the pictures, the, you know, the ingredients list, all of that. And it's a handy way, but I can also pull things up from my phone uh, if I'm out shopping and want to make sure I get the ingredients for something I want to make that week. So I just think it's a neat tool that could, could make a fun gift for someone. So that's the second category. We had um, what I call tools and gadgets. We had the second category of apps and software programs. The third category of productivity-related things that I think could make great gifts are, I kind of call the category services and subscriptions. And there are a number of these, and I suppose some of the ones I just talked about could fit into this, but anyway. So the first one I have under this category is an Audible subscription. Audible is, you know, audiobooks that allow you to to listen to them uh, wherever you go. I've used Audible for, I've been a subscriber for quite a while. It gives you access to tons of audiobooks of all genres, fiction and nonfiction, plus other materials, little short things that you can listen to. You get uh, you know, you pay a, a monthly amount, you get a certain number of credits each month, depending on which subscription you sign up for. But you get a bunch of extra things that they throw into the subscription, um, news articles, podcasts, all sorts of things. It's a great way to get access to really good books when you don't maybe have time to sit and read because you can listen to an audio book while you're driving, while you're folding clothes, while you're cooking dinner, uh, anytime you're doing something that doesn't require, you know, focused attention. I like to listen to my audio book 
while I am getting ready in the morning. It's something that I really enjoy and I've listened to lots of great books. It's a handy thing to have if you're going on a long road trip that can make the time pass a lot quicker. So an Audible subscription could be a great gift for someone. The second one I put under this category is another one that has been a sponsor of the podcast from time to time. They're not sponsoring this episode, but they are a tool that I've used since before they were a sponsor. And that is Calm, the program that I've talked about that has uh, different guided meditations, sleep stories, curated music tracks for, for stress relief and for falling asleep and all those sorts of things. All the things I've talked about, if you've heard me mention them uh, in the episodes that they've sponsored, uh, all of that is still true uh, for all the reasons I've talked about before. They can help you get to sleep. Uh, they can help you manage stress. All of these things boost our productivity. So it really is an excellent tool for that. And I love, I've talked about it many times before, but again, their sleep stories are great. And it really is true that I've never heard the end of one of them because I'm always asleep at some point before the sleep story ends. And they're they're fun. They're read by different, some of them by different celebrities that you've heard of. Matthew McConaughey has some on there and lots of other people. So definitely check that out. It would be a great gift for someone you love who wants to get into meditation because they do have, in addition to the sleep stories, guided meditations, things like that. Or someone who has trouble sleeping. Uh, I've been thinking about getting one of these for my husband because... Uh, he he sometimes has a hard time staying asleep or falling asleep. So that's a, the second service or subscription to consider as a gift, a, a calm a premium subscription. A third one might be a meal service. The one I use is HelloFresh. They are not a sponsor of the podcast. They're just something I have subscribed to. What you get depends on what you sign up for. In our case, I generally get two meals so for two people, so servings for two people, when Sam was still living at home, we were getting two meals a week for four people. But now since he's gone, it's just the two of us. And they send you all the pre-measured ingredients that I'll, and the recipe card, and all you have to do is put it together. And there are so many different uh, meal choices, depending on what you like and which, you know, what kind of dietary restrictions you have. All of these meal services have a lot of different options for you. And they all allow you to, you know, skip a week or something like that. I think it could be a great gift if you've got uh, someone on your gift list that has a baby coming. I don't know what's going on, but a whole lot of people I know, including uh, our middle son and his wife, are expecting babies in the first part of 2022. And I keep thinking that for someone like that, you know, giving them a, a subscription to a meal service like HelloFresh or Blue Apron or one of these others for a period of time could be a great gift that gets food to them that uh, avoid, you know, they don't have to think, they don't have to plan ahead and go grocery shopping. It just all comes to their doorstep. 
Uh, similarly, a, a thought I had would be a cleaning service of some type could be a great gift for someone or for yourself. If you've got a busy time coming up, if you've never had someone come in and clean your house for you, you don't know what you've been missing. It can make a huge difference. And you can usually, you know, you could buy a package for someone or for yourself of a certain number of weeks or something like that. And that could make a great gift as well. And then the the last uh, service or subscription that I thought about is a, a company called StoryWorth. And this is something I found earlier this year. And, and basically how it, it, it it's a, a program to collect the stories and memories of a person's life. And the way it works is each week during the year, uh, the StoryWorth service emails the person a question uh, that is a prompt for them to remember something out of their life, something from their childhood or, uh, you know, the questions are different every week. And the person simply answers the question by replying to that email. And then at the end of the year, the answers are bound into a book that you can share. I just thought this was such a neat idea, particularly for, you know, older family members that might not be around forever and you want to capture their their memories. And I actually found this, as I said earlier in the year, and bought the the year's program for my mother for her birthday this year back in March. And so each week she gets a question, an email with a question, and then she can reply. They can attach photos if they want to. And she's done that in some cases. And whoever, you know, if you buy the gift for someone else, you will get an email with their answer to the question. But again, at the end of the year, It'll, all of that will be bound into a book that you'll have forever. And so I've been getting the emails when my mom answers these questions. And I've learned some things about her. I mean, obviously, I've known her my whole life. But, you know, some of the questions, she one of them was something about fads that um, she was into when she was in high school or something like that. And uh, it was just fun reading. It has been fun reading her answers. And I just think this would be such a neat gift for you know, a parent or a grandparent on your list or something like that, uh, that you can then at the end of the year, you have this book with their answers that will have some great memories in it. So that's called Story Worth. And again, I'll have a link in the show notes for that. All right. The fourth category I had here of gifts, um, and I don't have a, uh, a lot of links here. This was just some ideas one of the things that I think could be a great thing to do this year, this holiday season, would be to gift experiences instead of uh, objects or stuff. And there are a lot of different ways you could look at that. And I brainstormed a few, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on this too. And I also, uh, you know, after I'd brainstormed my list, went out there looking to see who else has written about this. So some of the ideas that you might consider uh, for experiences to give to other people or to yourself for that matter, for the, you know, the coming year, Uh, perhaps tickets to a movie or a show. And this is something I've been thinking about. I have not been to a movie theater since before the COVID thing started, but I do plan to go see a movie 
in January that's coming out of, uh, based on a book that I have loved for years. It's a book called Redeeming Love. And uh, the, they've made a movie out of it. And that's going to be coming out in theaters in January. And so I plan to get tickets and hopefully take my oldest daughter with me, who also loves that book. And we'll go see that together as an experience. Uh, other experiences you could gift to other people or to yourself, for that matter, might be a session or two at a local spa, maybe a massage or you know something like that. Or how about a museum pass? If you live in an area where there uh, is an art museum or historical museums or technology types of things, you can get a pass as a gift for someone who would enjoy going there or for yourself. Uh, maybe season tickets to the opera or the ballet, to the, the, the local theater production or a sports team. I mean, I know the sports team's uh, season tickets can get pretty pricey, but maybe, you know, not the NFL or the NBA, but one of the local teams, uh, you could get tickets to go uh, f as a gift for the sports fan or, like I said, theater, ballet, something like that. Maybe plan your own series of local outings. And I think this might be a great gift to give to yourself, but also to take someone with you. Think about what do tourists come to your area to see and maybe make plans to, to with someone, you know, that you love or that you care about or a close friend or something to go visit some of those places locally together and experience those things. It's funny I, I think now I live in Texas and the ocean is so far away. And I grew up in Western Washington state where the ocean was, you know, not far away at all. And I hardly ever went. And similarly here, I was thinking about that this week. I live outside of Dallas and I've never been to the, the sixth floor museum. The, it's all related to the assassination of president Kennedy. And so that's something, an experience that you could create for yourself and someone you care about to go visit some of these local sites, uh, together, um, Another experience that might make a great gift for someone you care about would be some sessions of coaching with a, a business coach or some personal area that uh, they might enjoy, or again, for yourself, or a mastermind group of some sort, depending on what their interests are. I, I think that could be a really uh, unusual gift that could have a lot of meaning and really help and it, it to me, that's very productivity related to get help in developing a skill or getting better or pursuing goals or uh, the the registration fee for a retreat or a conference that would help that person or you move forward on an important goal in the coming year that I think that could be a great gift. And as I mentioned, one, after I'd kind of brainstormed some things that I thought could make great gifts as experiences, I did do some research and see the links in the show notes. You'll see a couple of articles that have great ideas for experience type gifts for all ages. Definitely worth checking out. And finally, the fifth category of productivity related gifts. I couldn't talk about gifts or productivity without talking about books. I think books make great gifts. You know, I did mention the Audible subscription as a possibility for audiobooks, but maybe you want to get 
somebody on your list or yourself a uh, a book that would help boost your productivity. And here are uh, five books that I would recommend. I I had to say Atomic Habits. I've talked about it before, so I'm not going to go into detail. But if you have not read Atomic Habits by James Clear, definitely check that out. It's a great gift. If you have read it, give it to someone else in your life that would like to be more productive and, and get a better handle on their life. I think it would make a huge difference. Second option uh, of a book that I think would recommend, I think I've talked about this one before as well, and that's a book called Lightly. The subtitle is How to Live a Simple, Serene, and Stress-Free Life, and the author is Francine J. That would be another great gift for someone on your list. Uh, third one is a book called Slow, Simple Living for a Frantic World. I've I've been reading that recently. Uh, the author's name is Brooke McAllery, I think it is how it's pronounced. And uh, really, really getting a lot of motivation and ideas out of it. Fourth book is called Real Life Organizing. The subtitle is Clean and Clutter-Free in 15 Minutes a Day. And the author's name is Cassandra Arson. Uh, she's known as Clutterbug on the internet. And this is a really good practical book. If, if you know, one of the things you or someone you love is wanting to do is to declutter their home and kind of get the things back under control, this book would really help. And then the fifth book and the last suggestion for a productivity related gift is a book called Coming on Christmas. Uh, the subtitle is Spiritual and Real Life Inspiration for Those with Too Much to Do During the Month of December. And this one I'm, I'm adding on here. Uh, it, it's written by a woman named Judith Copeland, and she is a member of the Productive Woman community who sent me a copy of this book I can't, I'm trying to remember if it was last year or the year before, and I read it during December and really enjoyed it, got a lot of inspiration and ideas and kind of comfort out of it. And I actually pulled it out just yesterday because I intend to reread it this December because there's just a lot of good food for thought in this book that's called Coming on Christmas I will by Judith Copeland. I will have a link in the show notes for that book as well. So those are, um, you know, kind of a quick rundown of some productivity related items that could be great gifts for someone on your holiday gift giving list or to gift to yourself in the categories of tools and gadgets, apps and software programs, services and subscriptions, experiences and books. Uh, and so those are some of my ideas, things that I've liked and enjoyed. But what do you think? I would love to know if you have any recommendations in any of those five categories that you think would make great gifts for others or for ourselves that uh, you would share with us. You can share those suggestions, your recommendations in the comment section of the show notes for this episode, which you will find at theproductivewoman.com slash 375, or you can post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page. 
As always, if you are a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, uh, that's a place where we can continue this conversation and share these ideas uh, for for great productivity-related gift ideas. Uh, and if you are a woman who listens to this podcast and you are not a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, I wish you would consider joining us there. You can find the Productive Woman Community uh, on, you know, by searching, it is a private group. So it can be found by searching, but only members of the group can actually see who's in the group or what we're talking about there. So if you'd like to join us, search it or go to the link in the show notes that will take you there. Be sure to answer the, there's, I think three questions that I ask you to answer. And if you don't answer them, I will, I, you know, I can't uh, approve you as a member because I, I really want to protect the uh, women in this community. And unfortunately there are, you know, people out there who are just trolling Facebook looking to cause trouble. And I don't want that in the group. So, but I would love to have you be part of the group. If, if you're a woman who listens to the show as always, if you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, you can do that by emailing your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. And I would love to hear from you. Uh, I want to say a special thanks. One of the things that you can do for me as a gift is to uh, share this podcast with other women or men, I guess, that are interested in making a life that matters and who you think would enjoy the podcast. And one way that people, the, the, the way that people are most likely to find a podcast is by a recommendation from someone they know and trust. But sometimes people are kind of scrolling through the podcast platform and, um, they look at the reviews. And so it's always helpful uh, if you leave a review of the podcast that lets people know as they're looking through, hey, this might be something worth checking out. And to that point, I'd like to say a special thank you to, I think her username is Little Red Dottian from Singapore, who said, in a, a review in Apple Podcasts um, said, I look forward to listening to each new episode each week to hear Laura's soothing voice and her thoughts on productivity and related topics in Making a Life That Matters. She has actionable and simple strategies delivered with warmth and heart. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for that very kind review. Uh, it meant a lot to me to see it there. So... Uh, I think that's it. Remember to check out that Sunday Basket system at sundaybasket.com or try out uh, their free seven-day mini course by going to organize365.com slash mini course. And thank you so much to Organize 365 for supporting the Productive Woman podcast and Productive Women everywhere. And that really is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you once again for spending this time with me. I, I do, truly do hope that you felt like it was worthwhile and you found something in here that was interesting and helpful to you. I look forward to talking with you again next time. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other. That's the best gift you can offer. Extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. <music>